Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we're getting ready to start the show in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. This is Trav. I am the Blazing Defender, and with me is my co-hosts, Big Sam. Big Sam. Big Sam's in the house. Big motherfucking Sam. This is the Meatheads on Movies show. Meatheads on Movies. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff in Hollywood that going on. probably probably needs our attention. There's a lot of stuff in Hollywood going on. Probably needs our attention. Probably needs our attention. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a very special Blazing Defender episode. Back by popular demand, Big Sam. And the Meatheads on Movies doing our Aquaman show. What's going on, Big Sam? Man, what's going on, man? This is this is slim down, Sam. You know, aerodynamic, <laughs> so I could swim with the fishes and all that. Uh, glad so what's to be back, so what's everybody? So what's slim down, Big Sam? What's 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 a big what's a slim down, Big Sam way? Two forty. Two forty. Still heavier than I am, by the way. Still heavier than me. Forty pounds off, man. Golly, man, you are slimming down. Yeah, yeah. You try to get those Jason Momoa abs. Oh man, my legs are bigger though. (laughs) Yeah, little buddy got some. He got some twigs, don't he? Yeah, I don't know how I carried him through the water so quickly, to be honest. <laughs> he must have done a lot of those uh, breast strokes, you know. Yeah, he's doing some breast, all right. He getting he getting lots of lots of breasts. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be an issue for that dude. Uh-uh. No, that's definitely not an issue for him. But yeah, guys, thanks for joining in. Big Sam, it's been a while. Glad to have you back on the show. Big Sam and I both went to see Aquaman. Uh, had a had a lengthy discussion afterward about it. We we're trying to give everybody ample time to see the movie. I think uh, basically everyone in the entire fucking universe has seen this movie by now, according to the box office. Uh, man, beat Black Panther. Crazy, right? That's fucking insane. Like. I would have, I mean, being the top grossing DC movie, absolutely. Would it have beat some Marvel movies? For sure. Uh, Black Panther? N- not right. not in a million years would I have thought that. So, uh, it's doing great at the box office, which is great for DC. Um, but before we get into that, just really, really quick, guys, for, all, for new people that are joining in, please check out Collector's Own Canteen on Facebook. It's a fantastic, very positive 
positive uh, collectors group to be in. It's like if you post something, no one's going to make make fun of you and talk shit to you. Uh, everybody's real supportive. Everybody's just a collector. Plus, you'll get discounts at CollectorZones.com uh, and the Zone Comic Shop. If you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, this is the place you need to be buying your comic books and collectibles at, guys. The staff is fantastic. The shop looks amazing. Big Sam and I have actually did a couple shows there live. Uh, we'll get back to doing more of that. But uh, it's a fantastic comic shop. They don't have it. They'll get it for you. Uh, and toys and games and everything you could want. So please check those out. Uh, all right, man. We're going to get into it, Big Sam. Um, first of all, hold on real quickly. Just I'm I'm trying to catch up with the chat here a little bit. Um, oh, D- Dennis hasn't even seen the movie yet. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I like he said he'd rather watch us than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> true fan right there, brother. That's a true yeah. fan. Uh, okay, Jason Jones said it beat Black Panther overseas, not domestically. Right. Uh, okay, I wonder. I wonder how close it is. I'm very curious about that because I thought it beat it domestically, but no, apparently. overall it hasn't beat it. Okay. Not for total revenue, but okay. I mean, still, I mean, it's doing unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I think black Panther's the highest grossing solo superhero movie ever. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. So when I thought I, I mean, I misread it, which not, not a shocker. I misread something, <laughs> but, um, I, when I read that, I was like, what the fuck? There's no way like, but you know, it's doing well. Um, and I guess that's what we're here to talk about, whether it's a good movie or not. Yeah, that's a that's a tough question. It's a tough. Question. Here we go. This is this is what y'all wanted to see, man. Here it is. All right, now, Sam. I know on Instagram when I said you hated the movie, I may I may have misspoke. Yeah, but what was the exact words you gave me the moment the movie was over and we looked at each other and I said, "What'd you think? What'd you tell me?" I don't remember. <laughs> what, what I, I I really don't. What I said. You said this is exactly what you said. I didn't like it at all. Okay. And I was like, what? Like, I, I can kind of tell that you didn't. But when you said not at all, I was like, oh, I, snap. I, I definitely misspoke. I've seen it twice. Okay. I've seen it twice now. And I definitely thought I was going to like it the second time a little more, simply because the first time we saw it, it was 3D. I don't like 3D myself. Okay. Uh, but when I saw it the second time, I saw it in 2D, so I knew I was going to like it a little bit better just based off that alone. Uh, here's the thing. Like, I can't say I didn't like the movie. Okay. It was very entertaining. It was also a very bad movie. So and, and so for me that's the thing. It's two different questions. Like if you came up to me, you said, "Hey man, should I go see Aquaman? Did you like it?" I said, "Yeah, man, you're gonna have a good time." Okay. If you come up to me and you said, "Hey man, what do you think of Aquaman? Was it was it a good movie?" I'd be like, "No, it wasn't. It was entertaining. Right? It wasn't good." Okay. So let's. All right. Well, we're we're gonna get into some specifics in. All right. Yeah, but first, yeah. this is the way I want to do it. Um. Like, we'll name, because I like to be positive. We always like yeah. to be positive. Uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna name one thing we liked. Okay, that's easy. And then, and then we'll go to something we didn't like. Cause I, I definitely had my problems with it. Like, the movie has problems. For sure. Uh, 
overall for me, I thought the good outweighed the bad for me. And uh, cause I know there's some things on your, your cons list. that are not going to be on mine. Sure, so sure. Uh, you go, you go ahead and you start with one thing that you liked. Okay. I'm actually going to say two things. Cause there was two things that really stood out. For okay. That I really like, cause there's a lot of things I did like about it. Sure. Okay. Number one is I loved how he looked once he put on the suit, the actual orange armor that he took from the king, you know, the dead king's body and everything. Uh, He looked amazing. And so really the whole last, whatever it was, 30 minutes of the movie, once they hit the trench, from that point on, the movie was really enjoyable, okay, for me. Right. Yeah, you did say that. You actually said that during our movie. You said the last 20 minutes, I really, like, once he got that suit of armor, which that scene may be one of the best shots, cinematic shots of a superhero ever, by the way. I love Amazing. The best shot was when they dove down with the flare and all the trench warriors were yes. around that shot was awesome. That's like there's two scenes that I have wrote down that like just stood out to me. I got cold chills. That was one of them when all the trench uh, demons or monsters or whatever they are were the outcasts were swimming down after them, and you got that shot panned back. And that's another yeah. thing I'm going to say. Like the 3D for me made the movie like i don't push 3d uh i always tell people nah you don't need it go see it in 2d save some money it's not worth it this movie i feel like is a must see in 3d for all the visuals visually this movie is fucking stunning but the second the second scene which is actually the scene before this was early on when he was a child and in the aquarium and the shark, and you know, he's getting bullied, and the shark is hitting the glass, and he turns around, and all the sea life runs up, like, we got your back, dog. I was like, oh, shit. Now, that was a scene we had seen in the trailer. trailer. That's the only reason it didn't hit me as hard. It's, well, it was longer. This was a longer scene. You see the shark hit. And you see him talking to the fish, and then when he turns around, his eyes glow. I mean, and I said this in the trailer. I said, holy shit, James Wan, give me a bunch of scenes like that. Just give me scenes just like that. And I feel like that's what he did. Uh, So what was your other other one you were going to say? The the other thing I really, really liked that stood out, especially, you know, being a martial artist and everything, I'm a fan of especially – Spear. Okay, so spear fighting is my favorite weapon in Kung Fu. Broadsword's great, bow staff is great, all that. But, I, but the spear is the granddaddy for me. And the trident is very similar to the spear in the sense it's a long, you know, staff weapon with a with a spike at the end. Essentially, it just has three or five. Uh, so all the spear fighting training and stuff that he did with Bolko and everything like that looked very authentic and very cool to me. That part really hit. I really liked that. Right. Although young Volko looked weird in the face, for sure. But the uh, the spear fighting itself, like when they were on the beach, he was training and all that. Like, that stuff was real badass, man. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, no, the the, the fight scenes was, was on my, my pros list. I mean, yeah. to me, other than Winter Soldier... Uh, this was the best. These these this movie had the best fight scenes, and not from like a um hand to hand kind of 
aspect, like super powered beings throwing each other into walls, uh, you know, just when they miss and they hit something, shit exploded. I mean, like, and then when they did connect, bodies went flying. Um, there was a scene where uh, I guess they were in the desert, wherever they were, the, the Mojave or whatever, when uh, they were looking for the... Sarah. The, the Sahara, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and the the Atlanteans and Black Mantis are fighting him. I don't know which. I don't know if it was a, a soldier or Mantis that hits him, and he goes into flies into a wall, and the wall just spider like concrete, just spiders behind him. And I'm like, yes, like it's the little details like that that really, really made the fight scene stand out for me. I thought it was edited well. Uh, just, I mean, just a fan, the the fight scenes to me were just were fantastic. It was definitely on my my pros list. And, uh, and see, for me, I'm I'm split. I yeah. loved the training scenes. I loved both fight scenes between Aquaman and Orm. Didn't love the fight scene between Black Manta and Aquaman. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I like that one. The fight scene with Mera, I thought was terrible. In Italy, where she fights the three or four. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, so it's terrible. And the beginning fight scene with his mother, where she's fighting the people once they come to try to get her at the house, you know, at the uh, at the lake, not lake house. Uh, can't think of the thing I'm looking for. Lighthouse. Jeez. Yes. Light- yes. I thought that looked terrible. I thought the CGI was bad on in the the very first fight scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, see, I loved it. I thought I, I thought it looked really bad. I loved I loved how like when she threw a kick, like she threw a like a like a wheel kick, and the camera like followed her foot. And I was, I mean, I thought you know from from a, a cinematography standpoint. They did shit that I hadn't seen in a superhero movie. And, and stu- I can agree. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was shot well. I just thought the CGI looked bad. Mm, okay. I thought, you know, a little, not to the level of the Black Panther ending fight scene, which looks like it was animated. Yeah. But shit. But yeah. A little cartoonish. Right. Uh, okay. Give me something. Uh, give me something you didn't like. My number one complaint, well, I got two. I got to go with two. I had two complaints that really hurt me for this movie. I thought everything with Amber Heard was horrible. I thought I was like, I see why Depp whooped her, you know, because she was making a mockery of this craft, you know? I get it. Um, everything with her was terrible. From, the, from them doing the little Indiana Jones thing where she's like, oh, uh, Oh my God! You just said it. You're so smart. They repeated the same shit back. I'm like, oh man, a child could have wrote this. And they the forced hand holding and all of that. It was so that was so bad. Yeah, everything with her I thought was awful. Right. And the, and and she didn't have no ass. She got the Captain Marvel booty, leg yeah. back syndrome. You know. Yeah. Quick, she should be wearing sweatpants. You know? <laughs> I, and, I I will I agree. I thought I had on my top, like I was trying to think of like from the worst to the, to the least where I was like nitpicking at the bottom yeah. Amber heard. And I don't even know his name. I don't give, I don't give a fuck about his name because I'll never see anything he's in. He was that bad. Amber heard was bad. I think she's a fucking smoke show. Like I feel like she's Gail Gadot on screen. Like she has no, bad angle every time the camera's on her there could be people fucking in the background behind her i'm just going to be looking at her because huh 
not for behind. <laughs> no, no. Her face. Her face okay. is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Very, very photogenic. But the guy that played Black Manta was a far worse actor than I thought Amber Heard was. The dude overacted every line he had. Uh, his character was very poorly developed in this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a throwaway. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He was throwaway. Throwaway. No. So throwaway. Yeah. They should have used 50 cent for him, man. I mean, that's how <laughs> bad that dude was. I could have seen 50 come out mumbling and everything, you know? It's yeah. Just, yeah. He it, it, well, he was terrible. And, like, so then the guy gets a um, – he, his motivation was very forced, very rushed. Uh, I didn't like that at all. But when when uh, Orm gives him the prototype Atlantean armor, now all of a sudden the motherfucker's Tony Stark? Yeah, yeah. Like, he creates this Mantis armor, and he uses these these uh, these ray beams, these, these photon beams or whatever. It, it, he puts them up into his helmet, and I'm like, I get it. That's what the character did. And it was a very, very comic book specific. And that's actually on my uh, pros list because there was a lot of comic nods in this book. You could well, tell James yeah, Wan yeah. is a fan uh, of, had, of the genre. You Go ahead. Jeff Johns, who wrote the new 52 Aquaman, which a lot of this was taken from, and Jeff Johns oversaw production of the movie. So you knew. Yeah. It was going to be pretty comic specific, and it was, and that was cool. Well, you know, we 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 talked about this when they hired Johns. We thought that Johns was going to, we were going to see his touches on things, and we really haven't. I think up until this point. Now, maybe maybe some in the Wonder Woman movie they made us gave him a little bit more leeway. I don't know, um, but yeah, I mean, um, I see. I felt like a lot of this was taken from Peter David's run. There was definitely some. There's no yeah. doubt. Well, Peter David's kind of made him, gave him the beard, gave him the long hair, cut off yeah. his hand, made him a badass. I thought all the trench stuff and all that was straight out of New 52. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, mean, I believe combo. it was. You know, it was a combo for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they, I think Juan took the best things of both yeah, and, 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 and made a made a fantastic and, character. And I'm excited for him because, you know, he's producing the Swamp Thing show, and I could not be more hyped for that Swamp Yes, thing. dude, I just found that out like two days ago, and I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, his he's he's visionary. I mean, I really feel like this dude is like he's he was given a chance and he he threw that motherfucker up there and dunked it home with this. So he's gonna he's gonna get a lot of leeway well, going forward. Now I'm I could have him. some home runs in the horror genre. I mean, between the conjuring movies and stuff. Right. He's already knocked some out of the park. He yeah. just had it had yeah. gone to the superhero realm. Visually, he's always been really Really, really good. Um, but going back to Mira and what you were saying about their relationship, her and Aquaman's, I'm really kind of sick of, you know, we don't have to have romance in every fucking movie. And their their chemistry was not good to begin with, like just organically. And no, then, sir. I mean, like, well, when was it? Like, didn't she like stumble and fall and he caught her? And yeah, I'm like, dude, you're a warrior, bitch. You don't ever trip and fall. No. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, you, you're supposed to be a top notch martial artist. You got no balance. Right, right. Uh, what about what about when she's like telling him, you know, 
you don't judge a whole world based on, you know, one person, you know, or whatever, based on these flimsy reasons you have. I don't remember her word. And then she, she's in Italy. She has a little girl throw the coin in. She makes the fucking dolphins flip with the water, which was stupid as hell. And he looks at her. He's like, ah, oh, I see you're coming around to this, you know, uh, land dweller, yeah. or whatever she says. I'm so, like, and she goes, you know what she says? Some of them have won me over, you know, however she words it. But you've met one person, you right? Met one kid, right? It's like, come on, man, this couldn't be more flimsy and forced, right? Know? Right, yeah, I agree. Well, and another thing, I wish they would have done it. And this is going to be nitpicking a little bit, but it, you know, you and I have said this before. Like, I don't know who sits in the editing room, or I, I assume it's an executive producer's decision. But like, you know, why is it? And I, you know, I have not had one person ask me yet about this which i thought i would get this question a lot why can she move water nobody else can and and here's my question based on that because my big problem with the movie was everything in the desert the sahara and italy right the middle of that movie was terrible the beginning of the end were pretty good yeah why when you're in italy and you're you get jumped by all those uh atlantean soldiers there's water surrounding you. Why did she not just wipe them dudes out like that and call it? Right. She has to go through with this, this, that, and then she's gonna take all the wine bottles and turn them into spikes. It's like, bitch, you could have done that shit 15 minutes ago. That's true. You she, this ancient <clears throat> that was a. I, I thought that was a dope scene. Like you know, using the wine, I thought it was pretty creative. But like you said, like, well, there was a fountain over here. <laughs> you know, I mean, you just you just made some fucking fish. Why didn't you just lead them back to the fountain and you could have fucked them up there? You know what I mean? Right. Um, but like in the comics, you know, she was uh, basically a water witch. Yeah, she's a sorceress. Yeah, she was a sorceress. And I really wish they would have kind of just, you know, just when 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 Orm and uh, what's his name, uh, the foes character were talking. If they, you know, they could have said it right there, you know, like, well, you know, she's a descendant of the, of the water witches or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. boom, it's explained. You know what I mean? And it's comic relevant, too. So they could have knocked, you know, two things out with one stone there. But but they right. just I mean, I guess they just accept it on faith that the, the audience is going to accept on faith. Oh, well, she's special because she can move water. You know, well, no, not everybody can. They explained why some Atlanteans couldn't breathe outside of water. Right. Um, which I thought that was cool. You know, they needed yeah. to do that if there was going to be a distinction. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, give me something else you liked, man. Something else I liked. Um, man, between, I mean, between the fight scenes, the trench stuff, once he got the suit, the training, all that was my favorite stuff. Uh, I thought everything underwater looked visually awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it kind of, it kind of reminded me of Star Wars at Jar Jar Brinks' little world, you know. Mm-hmm. But I thought, I thought that was cool then, so it still looks cool now. Yeah. So, uh, I thought everything with that was was neat. They had the little kind of like seahorses, but they were kind of warriored up, you know. Dude, that uh, last that fight scene at the end, that was like one of the most metal fight scenes uh, I've yeah. ever seen in my life. I loved the. Uh, the jacked up mounted great white sharks. Yes. Like a lot of that was real cool. I mean, Uh, when he come out on a fucking Kraken, (laughs) 
Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. They are pulling out all the stops. This is, I mean, go for it. You know, fuck it. Go yeah. for it. And, and that's, I will say that. I'll give this movie credit in the sense that, like you just said, they totally went for it. Okay. So take, for example, the movie Venom. All right. I loved Venom. Okay. However, I really felt when you were watching Venom, you could feel Sony Pictures holding the director back where he was trying to make a horror movie. They're like, I will give you this. Okay, let's pull it back now. It's PG-13. It's a superhero movie. It's not going to be a horror movie. And you could feel that in the movie. And I was like, damn, if they had just let this dude just go with it, Venom would have been amazing, you know? Right. And to Aquaman's credit, they went for it. They, yeah, they didn't hold back. Hey, just just to uh, hit the chat real quick, Brian O'Neill, which I have to give Brian his props. He is the number one. I don't give a fuck who's watching this and where you're watching it at. He is the number one Aquaman fan, and he has been since I've known him. I've known him for over almost over twenty years now. Uh, he is the number one Aquaman fan. He's our union president in his president office. He has Aquaman statues, old school, like the Aryan hair and riding the the, the, the little wimpy seahorse. He's had all that stuff, and he says uh, when we're talking about Mira and you know her ability to move water, why didn't she do it when she was in Italy, surrounded by water? He said she lived underwater her whole life. No reason for her to have a good balance on land. Um, that's that's pretty good. I, and and I'll give you that if if they would have made it more of a struggle for her to be on land and like when they were in the Sahara, I really wish they would have like that should have been really hard on both of them. It's, Especially her. Like, well, you know, I, like, I'm not saying, you know, he had to carry her. I'm saying that there should have been some, um, some physical trauma that they were going through. And like earlier when he came out of the, I think it was the bar or whatever, he was taking his dad home because his dad had drank too much. Mara hopped out of that water, was walking around talking to him with no trouble, you know? Right. Yeah. So, so that's my thing. You can't pick and choose. If she's going to struggle on land, make her struggle on land. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I no, I mean, but I, I, I agree, you know, like, you know, yeah, she's been underwater. She wouldn't be thinking that way. She's fighting on different terrain. I mean, you, you be, as a martial artist, you know that. Like, yeah, she was fighting with no issue. Dude. Run, running on those rooftops with no issue. <laughs> she sure the fuck was. <laughs> I hated that scene. Oh, I loved it. Rooftops. I loved it. I so bad, man. Oh, I loved oh. it. I was like, this is Fast and Furious without the vehicles. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I love Fast and the Furious, man. <laughs> I love those movies. Shit. They're, they're, they are what they are, you know? Right. Um, so, uh, and another thing. I, what's that? My number one complaint other than Amber Heard. Okay. The score. I oh, the score we talked about that. Yeah, it was terrible. It was First awful. Ball, there's a couple times it sounded like Tron, which was just weird. Like when she was running on the rooftops, it was Tron. You had to digitize 80s music and shit. That was What's, weird. Was that when me and you looked at each other in the theater? No, this was a song with lyrics. And we looked at each other and I went, was what it, the was fuck? It, was it when they came out of the water to get in the Sahara and it dropped that hip hop song out of nowhere? Because that was weird too. Maybe. And then they, and then they dropped the hip hop song when you're, when, uh, 
your man Black Manta turned into Tony Stark. It was making all his weapons and, and uniforms. So they dropped that hip hop track. I was like, oh, this is MTV Cribs. It, it, <laughs> it was so out of place and weird. Yeah. Man. The soundtrack was horrible. The score was really, really bad. If, if it wasn't for <laughs> right on the said Pitbull's Africa, that, that's about accurate. Um, if it wasn't for Amber Heard, I would have straight up said, the score was the worst part of the movie, mm-hmm. but the score and Amber Heard are kind of neck and neck for me. Those are the two things that really hurt yeah. me in the movie. The other I, stuff was a little nitpick. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot about the score when I was making my list because it was fucking awful. Uh, now, if I'm, I'm nitpicking, um, this is my thing with DC movies, like especially Wonder Woman. You and I talked about this. Now, now, uh, Aquaman or Water Thor, because yeah. that's what it was. Uh, yeah. Wonder Woman was first Avenger. I know I did a round table with uh, the Breaking the Panel guys, and everyone on that panel disagreed with me. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, guys, she's getting into a plane full of explosives that is going to wipe out the allies. Is it? I mean, are you kidding me? Like, this is Captain America First Avenger. This movie's Thor. Um, he's a drunkard. He wants to brawl. He's immature. He doesn't know what it, where he's going with his life. He meets a woman from another world, basically. Um, she shows him away. You know what I mean? He has a, um, what, what would we call it? A conflict of conscience. Uh, when the issues uh, with his brother. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Him and right. Norman, Thor and Loki. Come on. It couldn't both, be more Thor. For the king throne, essentially. Uh, and let me say no, this. Here. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I have to say this. I love the dude that played Ocean Master. Thought it was fantastic. I thought he looked fantastic. Um, if you'd have told me that they could have put a comic, um, accurate Orm or Ocean Master on the screen and it not look goofy as fuck, I'd have been like, yeah, I, I, I'll take that bet. Uh, I would have lost money. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he looked amazing. When he put the helmet on... At the end, I was like, oh, man, that's so dope. I mean, did did really good. Yeah. I agree. Now, Ocean Master was one of the, one of the positives for yes. me. And that's, dude, he's from the Conjuring movie, so he worked with James Wan. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, they, he, he was great. Uh, for me, when, we're, when, when you're talking about Water Thor, if you remember what I said to you when the movie was over, I said, Jason Momoa is Chris Hemsworth without the charisma. Yeah. That was Thor with no charisma was essentially how it felt to me because I don't love him. I think Jason Momoa is a dude. He seems cool as shit, man. The way he takes pictures with fans. Yeah. You know, and, and all that. He, he seems like a cool ass dude. Um, as an actor, I don't know, man. His narration was terrible. Uh, yo. My father was a lighthouse keeper, you know, and my mama was a queen. It wasn't supposed to work out. He sounded like a drunken Keanu Reeves from Point Break, like a meathead Keanu Reeves, or even a slightly easier to understand version of Stallone and Rocky. It was somewhere in between there. Hey, yo, you know, I think one more, you know, she, he was a lighthouse keeper. You know, that, that killed me, man. Like, yeah. Right off the bat, like that. I was like, 
it's a dumb fucking dude to be narrating a movie, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I, I just I I like my mom. He's he's the rock for me. Okay, like <clears throat> the rock hasn't had a movie that. It's really been great, but you love watching The Rock. He's a cool dude. Uh, even though The Rock has The Rock persona, where Momoa's, I guess now he's Aquaman. Like, he's going to be Aquaman now. Like, after this movie, just like Helmsworth's Thor, Evans is Cap, uh, Downey Jr. is Iron Man. They're, those guys, the, uh, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. I mean, they are going to be those characters from here on out. Um, I, I I see what you're saying. I won't. I like him though. Um, now, and I, I'm watching Frontier. Uh, watching Aquaman made me want to check out Frontier. A lot of people said I should watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Momoa, like I've heard, it. He, he's he's exactly who he is in this movie. Okay, like like that's the reason I call him The Rock. They're going to be who they are in every movie. So it's really good that Momoa has found his niche this early in his career because he can ride this shit out because I mean, he's a young me, cat. I, I thought Momoa's niche was in Game of Thrones when his best shit was when he had no lines. Carl Drago? Well, he, he did. He was speaking um, right. Dothraki. He didn't speak it. Nothing that made any sense, and that's what it sounded like in Aquaman. I was like, he might as well be speaking that Del Fracky shit or whatever, because I don't know what the dude's saying. <laughs> but, dude, there's a scene. Now, do you watch Thrones, Sam? No, nah, I watched the first season. Okay. I couldn't get into it, man. I, I Like, I liked it. I didn't think it was bad. I could see where people loved it. I right. Did. Uh, dude, when there's a scene where he's talking to his uh, – the screamers or whatever they call him, his army, basically it's the Thraki army. And he's speaking in another language, but he's basically giving them the pep talk. Like we're going to go fucking slaughter people. Are you with me? And I'm like, I have no idea what the dude is saying, but I want to fucking fucking chuck a spirit somebody right now. Like yeah. it was that good. I mean, so the dude can, he can ex- uh, exhibit energy and passion you know what i mean like and there's a lot of actors that like amber heard like everything was very robotic like uh like we're we think that we're going to get in captain marvel with brie olsen um i'm sorry i said it again brie larson no (laughs) no i said it right you said it right i said it right yay i said it right Um, I, I prefer it with Brie Larson, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she I think she's a better actress. Better. <laughs> she wears those pants better. I know that's the truth. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, because he, yeah. I'm nervous about Captain Marvel, man. That's the first Marvel movie I've gone into it not at all excited. Oh yeah, I'm not. I could. I. I, I mean, I've got to see it. Just yeah, because I've talked so much shit, I hope I'm wrong. And I hope I'm wrong. Dude, yeah, I, I, sure. I talked about this on uh, Blazing Defender. <clears throat> After I seen the trailer, I, 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 you know, I posted the newest trailer and I said, man, I'm really not feeling this movie, but I hope I'm, I'm wrong as I sit in the theater on opening night. And I was called a hater. And, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. 
I'm not a fucking hater. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this trailer looks good. And if you think it does, then me and you probably aren't going to agree on a lot of movies. Right. Uh, now, it is just a trailer. And I hope when I walk out of that movie theater, I think you and I are going to go see it together probably if we can. And we're going to go, holy shit, man, that was fucking awesome. And we're going to be happy about it. We're not going to be hating and saying that it was it was uh-huh. bad. But it no, doesn't I'm, look I'm good. A good movie to do well. Yeah. You know, yes, for sure. I mean, I'm a fan Jason of the Jones genre, said, man. Jason Jones said he could put Brie Olson's ass on Brie Larson's body. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Well, I mean, dude, if they can do what they did in Aquaman, they can definitely do. It. You know what? That, this got me thinking the other day because it was on, and I watch it every time it's on. I don't hate it like a lot of people do, but I was watching Justice League. And the scenes where they CGI'd out Cavill's mustache, that might be the worst CGI I've ever seen. I I don't know if it's worse than that last Black Panther. Uh, That was pretty bad, too. But what I'm saying is, is that... Like two days ago. I mean, it's... But, I mean, dude, we're talking a mustache. I'm not talking about two dudes in powered suits that are fighting and, you know, doing all this shit that you've got to CGI... It's a fucking mustache, and you made it look that goofy. I just yeah. that blows my mind how that was even how that was even possible. I don't. I still don't understand that. Well, and especially to do it because he was on Mission Impossible. Those movies sucked. I'd have been like, "Hey, man, listen, <laughs> you shaving your mustache? Fuck Mission Impossible." I, well, I mean, yeah, couldn't they it. put a fake mustache on him in Mission Impossible? I, 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 I think, think it was. It'd have been no faker than Tom Cruise's acting. Well, I so. think it's. I think. I think it was studio dick size. Like you yeah. know, Paramount was like, "No, we're not shaving it. Fuck you." You know, like he's under contract with us right now. He's did your movie. I know you're doing reshoots, but you know we got contract too, so he's not shaving it. You know, because that would have been an easy fix. Shave it, do the scene. You know, reshoot the scenes with Superman that that Whedon wanted, and then put a fake mustache on him for Mission Impossible. I, but no, I just said Paramount. Look, man, this this fake mustache can't look any goofier than every facial expression Tom Cruise makes. So <laughs> we're putting a fake mustache on. Him. That was a good movie, dude. Dude, he may be, he may be, but he makes great movies. And those Mission Impossible movies are fucking awesome. Mm. Here's my thing. Like, one, I want to like you because you're from Louisville, first of all. And I still can't like him. Yeah. Because the dude looks confused. He be getting head looking confused. Like, (laughs) what? what, what, What's going on? He wouldn't even understand that shit, man. I I don't understand what's so confusing to him through the entire movie. Like, you're a super spy. The number one super spy, you know? He's a man, yeah. Why do you never look like you know what's going on? I can't can't dig it, man. What do you give Aquaman score-wise? And and, and let me just, let me say this before we give a score. The reason we give score is because it is a benchmark. So, like, if 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 we give what? Uh, yes, exactly. So, if I say I give Venom a seven, and I give Aquaman an eight, 
then you can be rest assured that I thought Aquaman was a better movie than Venom was or, or vice versa. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just using those as, as comparisons. So, you know, cause you know, I've heard some people say, well, you know, stars are so contrary. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's a benchmark. It's it, like you say, it gives a comparison. So what would you yeah. give it star wise out of five? Because, because like I was talking to you about Aquaman is the most disjointed movie to me. Okay, so if you said, what would you score Aquaman on an entertainment level? I'd say 7.5. If you said, where would you put Aquaman on level of good movie as far as like good story and good acting and stuff? I got to say like a four. So I I guess overall, I'm going to give it a six. Wow, that's a lot lower. That's a lot lower than I thought than you would. Like, especially after seeing it the second time. I'm going to give it a six. That's Uh just above average, though. Five is average. Right, that's right. Five is average. That's right. So I'm saying it's above average movie. Uh, I was just happened to be looking at my notes, and I forgot to mention this, especially when you were talking about the trident fighting. Um, Remember when. I think someone said his name earlier, and I, I Merck was uh, what's his name's character? Was that Merck, the the um, Orm's advisor, the William Defoe? Huh? It's Volko. 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 Okay, when Volko was training him, and yeah. when he went to fight Orm, they're like, "Dude, what are you doing?" He's like, "Do you remember everything I've taught you?" And, and Momoa or yeah. Aquaman goes everything i remember everything and then they go to that scene where he spins the trident we see it at the end why didn't he do it in the first fight yeah i don't know with orm he needed it in the first fight you guys asked for <laughs> that's what i'm saying so i didn't even have a chance to spin the thing because he was getting his his shit talk that's true too uh yeah i was kind of like wait a minute dude where was this fucking badass move at earlier when you were getting whipped i'd have whipped that shit out i'd have ended this shit immediately because i'd have started doing that it's just like in that shitty movie iron man 3 when the dude (laughs) breathes fire and then never does it again never does it again look if i'm breathing fire man you you better believe i'm breathing fire all the time all the time but yeah. Yeah. I'm lighting cigars I mean, with I'm fucking breathing fire and everything. Porch, I'm breathing fire. Yeah. Somebody's going to be like, hey, man, can you light my cigar? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Uh, stand back. <laughs> right. Because I'm going to be fucking doing it all the time. Okay. Right. It's my this, turn. This might get out of hand. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, God, man. I like this movie. I liked it. Uh, it I definitely has its problems. Movie. We've, we, I mean, I'll be, I'm honest. I'm looking at my pros and cons list. The cons list is longer. Yeah. Okay. But I love visually. I, this this movie blows me away. The hair yeah. and everything in the wall. I mean, every. I mean, somebody had a job for two years, and they said they went through and they were underwater hair. And they had to do everybody's fucking hair underwater. So that was somebody's life for fucking two years. And it, I mean, those little details paid off. It was stunning to look at. I love, love, love the fight scenes. Um, I mean, the comic nods everywhere, even with the octopus playing the drums. That's like a character from Aquaman. And Little Mermaid, but that's fine. What do you mean? It was in Little Mermaid, too, when they did Under the Sea and they're singing. There's an octopus beating all the drums. Okay. So. Oh, oh I, all right. I didn't know that. I don't know if I've ever seen it. I'm but, a little made aficionado. 
Yeah, obviously. With trivia like that, you are. <laughs> and but, it was a better redhead than Amber Heard. But there is a scene, there, there is uh, an issue where this, and the only reason I've seen this on the internet, that there, this octopus plays the drums in an Aquaman yeah. comic. Uh, That's true. Vol- Voltro or... Volco? No, not Volco. I oh, think I do the octopus. Yeah, I'm talking about the octopus. Uh, I'm sure Brian O'Neill knows. Topo, Topo. thank you. Topo. Yeah, so, yeah, man. I haven't. Dennis Dennis Robinson says, you haven't seen Little Mermaid, Travis, you bitch. I think (laughs) you mean that's not. That means I'm not a bitch because I haven't seen Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid's good shit. Dude, my wife, she would kill me if she knew I haven't seen Little Mermaid. So, yeah. Little Mermaid's good shit, dude. Yeah, man. You know, I think I. I've seen it. I just don't remember. Like, I don't have the memory of an octopus playing the drums. <laughs> I don't have that. It did, the movie didn't stick with me that well, I don't guess. And the score was better. Oh, fucking for sure the score was better. Okay. Uh, God, man, I don't know what to give this movie. Uh, I originally... Huh? It's disjointed, man. There's so I agree. But, but it's... Okay, so if you have, I'm not looking for an Oscar contender either, though. Right, me neither. So, I mean, I'm already forgiving the fact that there's explosions underwater and people can talk underwater. I'm already forgiving a lot of shit. Um, Right, 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 right. Um, I'm going to give it a, I said a 7.5 originally. I'm sticking with that. I'm going to give it a 7.5. I really kind of want to give it an 8. But because, well, because of the the problems movie-wise, like, you know, just just the structure, the second act was awful. I I mean, I will give you that. The second act was terrible. Um I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna stick with seven point five. Um, okay. Now I have not seen it a second time. I want to. Um, I'm trying to see Bumblebee. Um, That's what you need to see. Yeah, because you, you and I were going to try to talk about Bumblebee. Maybe we'll just sure. do another show once I do see Bumblebee. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to see it this should week. I, should I spoil it? And give everybody my rating on Bumblebee right now. You can you can give the rating, but don't say nothing else. Because right. I don't want you spoiled for me because I ain't seen it yet. Right. Nine point four. God damn! And oh, that's right because you gave Infinity Ward, or I'm sorry, Infinity War, what? Nine point six. Wow! Wow! That's and, and I'm not a Transformers dude. No, you're not. No, you are 9.4. not. Now I talked to a guy at the gym today, and I asked him. He took his son to see it. And, uh, you know, he watches, takes his son to see all the comic movies. He's a, you know, he's a comic book fan. And I said, what, what, what did you think of it? I said, cause my buddy Sam liked it. It was Eli. So, you know, you know, Eli, yeah. Sam. And he goes, man, it was too fucking slow for me. And I said, what? He goes, yep. He goes, too slow. He said, it's shit we've seen before. Uh, you know, Transformers, you know, they're, they're, they're knocking over shit because they're in the house because they're big. And, you know, it's uh, the story about a girl and, his, you know, a love affair with a girl in her car. And we kind of seen that with uh, what, you know, Shia LaBeouf in the first one. You know, he was like, it was nothing original to me. And I was like, okay. 
So I, mean, it's fair. I, I told you what we talked about briefly. If I had one complaint, it would be there wasn't enough action in the middle of the movie. So so I can I can get what he's saying in the middle. Okay. But it's 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 not as much a superhero movie as it is an awesome 80s nostalgic movie. It's like okay. if you love 80s shit, you're gonna love it. And John okay. Cena is phenomenal. Oh my god. That, he, he said kills. he was awful. No, he killed that Eli didn't understand it. It was a joke. He hammed everything up on purpose. He's over the top on purpose. Why? Because it's like it's like tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? Just like in uh, Have you seen Rampage? Uh, no. With the Rock, uh, on, based yeah. on the video game. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, Rampage is awesome, and you've got your man in it who plays Negan, right? Yeah, and this and he gives Henry James Morgan over the top. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan over Jeffrey the top, Dean. just uh, hilariously tongue in cheek, stereotypical characterization of of the, of the character he's playing, and that's what John Cena did. It's just so over the top. It's awesome. It's like like Raul Julia when he was M Bison in Street Fighter. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna have fun with this shit. And that's okay. He, he wasn't meant to be serious. I got you. All right. Well, okay. Well, that's, uh, you know, uh, let's see. I've seen something in chat. Uh, Well, Shana Tucker says, I like the nod to the animated film in the beginning. Bumblebee felt more like Transformers than the Bay films. Agree. Okay. Agree. Yeah. I I, I never, see, I guess, I'm not a Transformers guy either. I guess I'm a little older, so I didn't grow up with Transformers. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I think they're cool. And uh, get get your get your poo gun ready there, Debo. Debo said earlier in the chat he had his poo gun ready to shoot. Uh, yeah. I like the Michael Bay films. Oh, man. I yeah. like the first one. I like the first one. I, yeah. The only one I really like didn't like human-wise was the Wahlberg one. I thought that was terrible. But I've always liked the Transformers. I always liked Optimus. I always liked the way they look. I come out of the movie theater and I'm looking at cars going, these motherfuckers are about to transform. I mean, <laughs> so like, that, that's those are popcorn movies to me. Kind of like the Fast and Furious movies. I know what I'm yeah. getting. I know I'm going to see a Mini Cooper jump the Grand Canyon and land and keep on going. I know that. Right. Like, I right. accept that. Um, so like, I didn't, I didn't have this, um, what this traditionalist, I'm a Transformers fan, fanboyism going into those right. movies. Like I know a lot of right. people did. Um, right. I, for me, the Transformers movies, the problem with me, like I said, cause I'm not a huge Transformers guy either. I love the first, I thought the first one was great. I bought it on Blu-ray, but all the other ones, they just they looked like such a jumbled mess when they were trying to fight. It just looked like a whole bunch of metal shit turning. Right. And then the the stories made no sense. Like the last one, number five or whatever, the third time Anthony Hopkins walked out of that castle and tried to explain some shit that made no sense at all. I, I looked at Amanda and I said, I'm going downstairs to eat. And I went and took a meal in. You know, <laughs> she finished it. But I took a meal in. Right. Yeah, you know, I just but this movie, I think that, that it looks better. The fight scenes there are are awesome and they're distinguishable. Optimus was a badass in his parts. Okay, good. So I Optimus is in the movie. Yep. Okay, yep. good. Because I really like and Optimus. This, I, he's bad motherfucker. Yeah. I like him. I, I, 
I think you're gonna like it, man. Okay, really well, I'm gonna check it out. I, I'm definitely gonna check it out this week. I want to see Aquaman again, but I, I'm gonna check out Bumblebee. Uh, real quick before we before we get out of here, what like? Okay, now that now that DC might be going in, in a direction now, like. I know you and I, we've talked about this at length on several shows. Um, I'm a Snyderverse guy. Like, I liked him. I, I liked BBS. Like, man, still start throwing your shit now. I don't give a shit. I will defend I, I those movies think, till the end. I still think if we got the Snyder version of Justice League, it would end up being a good move. I guarantee it. There's there's no doubt in my mind. We'll, we're never going to see it, I don't think. But, uh, but, but we can hope, right? Uh, I know they said there was never going to be a director's cut of Suicide Squad, and then they, they came out with a version with like 22 extra minutes or some shit. And, and it, it was still horrible. And it was still awful. Yeah, that movie was horrible. fucking garbage. But, um, but yeah, so like, where do we want to see... Like what, what? What's next on the front for DC? I'm not sure. Is it the Birds of Prey? No, uh, Shazam. Is it Shazam! Oh, motherfucker! You know a movie that I am less excited about than Captain Marvel Shazam. is fucking Shazam. <laughs> uh, I I don't what dude the muscle suit. I mean, what are we doing? Like. Is he never? We're never going to see Zachary Levi in a in a in a regular like street clothes. He's always going to be in the Shazam suit, I guess. I, I guess that's what they're going to have to do. I mean, because the dude's got shoulder caps like Roly Winkler. I mean, <laughs> what the right, here, fuck? Here's, here's my one thing that holds out hope for me with Shazam is. Just like Aquaman, Jeff Johns did the Shazam stuff in the new 50s. He did. So hopefully he's got a good, fun knowledge and basis he's going to pull something from. And it'll be different than something we've seen. It it at least looks different than other superheroes. Well, as Shannon Tucker says, it looks super fun. And I will say that. It does look like a – it looks like a movie I could take my my six-year-old nephew to, and I think he would enjoy it. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I think it looks better to me than Captain Marvel. Really? Captain Marvel, to me, looks like a movie I've seen Marvel make 18 times already, but not as good. Mm, you know, I, well, Shazam, at, least, at least Shazam looks different. Sure. Like yeah. you talk about, they're going for it, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're trying to get so far away from the Snyderverse. I hope that they don't get too campy and kitty. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of the things I'm loving about the Titan show. It's so dark. It's so edgy. It's so adult. I just like adult. I like adult shit. Um, now, I'm not saying I can't go to Shazam and not like it because uh, we I got in this con- uh, conversation at The Zone, actually, with Dan and some of the guys that come in there. I said, you know, I'm a big rock fan, big Dwayne Johnson fan. I watched, you know, I watched the Titans the other night just because it's his new show. And I just I'm a big, big fan of his. But I will say this. He has not made a movie worth a shit yet. He hasn't made a good movie yet. Um, you just said you like the Fast and the Furious movies. I, I do like them, and I like him in them. They're not his movie, though. That's like okay. an ensemble. Like, like Rampage a lot. Yeah, see, and I haven't seen that, and I need to see that, because like, that like, looked like my kind of movie from the get-go. But The Rock, unlike Momoa, The Rock has not found his, his niche. He hasn't found his character, uh, and maybe it's Black Adam. 
You know, like, I'm a huge Black Adam fan. Like, he's one of my favorite DC villains. So when when I heard they cast him, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be fucking cool. Like, this could be this could be the guy. You know, there was a rumor that, you know, Black Adam could make a cameo in Shazam. Now I'm hearing that and he's not. I don't I don't know. If he does, I'll be fucking ecstatic about it. Um, But it looks like that DC is kind of going in the right direction now. And, and, and maybe they let John's, they gave him more power a la Kevin Feige, you know, and said, here, man, you're the expert on this. These directors are going to do their own thing, but you're going to be there on set every day to advise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here's my thing. I'm going I'm to say two things. One, it's hard. I, I'm definitely not disagreeing with you. But it's hard for me to say DC's finally going the right direction because to me, minus Suicide Squad, I've liked every movie they've made. I liked Man of Steel. I liked BVS. Suicide Squad was horrible. Justice League was was not that great. It was okay. I liked Wonder Woman. And, and Aquaman's pretty good. So to me, that's not bad. Hey, that's better than Star Wars has been doing. Absolutely. So, totally agree. And, and you all can get mad at me all you want for that one, but Star Wars, what, four for nine? So, yeah. But, yeah. But, but let me ask you this question because I wanted to ask you this earlier when we were doing the ratings. Where will you put Aquaman in the DCU? Like, rate those movies in order. Oh, yeah. It's easy for me. Uh, okay. Go ahead. BBS. Number one, right? Number one. Ducking and Weaving. BBS, number one. Agreed. I totally agree. BVS number one. Uh, Man of Steel number two. Number two. Yep. Um, Aquaman three. Okay. Wonder Woman four. Okay. Suicide. I mean, am I missing one? Justice League. Justice League four. No, five. And then Su- Suicide Squad's at the fucking bottom. I don't even want to rate it. It's not even on my list because I, totally, I hate it. I totally agree with your list, except for me. I'd flip Wonder Woman and Aquaman. It's fair. I put Wonder Woman three, Aquaman four, but they're close. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. They're close. Yeah. That's basically the same list I've got. And so to me, that's four enjoyable movies. Absolutely. One okay movie and yeah. one shit show. Yeah. That's no, not bad. No. And, and, and like I said it, and, and you and I have talked about this before. I'm a Snyderverse guy. And I would have loved to have, I would have liked these movies if he was still involved. Like if that vision uh, of the of the Flashpoint uh, storyline or the Injustice storyline or whatever he was going for, I would have loved that too. Um, if we could have Dude, seen that see vision, Dark Side, so bad. Oh, oh my God, yeah. And wasn't he supposed to be in Justice League? Like he was going to show up in Justice League. Yeah. I Justice mean, League was going to be a two-part movie. Yes, and it probably yeah, should have been. Yeah, you were going to have Steppenwolf, and then Darkseid was going to come out, you know, somewhere in it as the big bad, and then Darkseid was going to be the dude at number two. To me, Darkseid's better than Thanos. Yeah, I, well, I'm Darkseid, dude. That, I like that. Yeah, but, but look, but here's my thing: how many people were really on Thanos's nuts until this move? What's well, true? Yeah, so but if you gave so if you gave Darkseid that same chance, 
Yeah, no, oh, and I agree. But and, you know, but this is what the movies did for Thanos. The Marvel movies right. did. I was always a big Thanos fan. You know that from the comic. I mean, yeah. I love yeah. the comic me Thanos. Too. Me too. This Thanos, they did him better than Starlin ever did him in the comics. Than anybody ever did him in the comics. Right, which is amazing. Which is amazing. And yeah. and now, like, my love for Thanos is even more. And if I had to rate comic version Thanos and movie version Thanos, movie version Thanos is the deal. Like, I agree. But, from the actor but, but, to the motivation to all of it. Next one. What's that? But see how he is in the next one. Because I, I have yeah. a feeling that Thanos is going to get shitted on in this fourth movie. And that's I mean, upset. Doesn't he, doesn't he kind of have to? I, no. <laughs> well, no. yeah. I mean, well, you you know, you got people running around saying Thanos was right. You got people kind of, you know, like, you know, that kind of cre- creates a conundrum. You can't have people liking the villain more because, you know, that's the reason we go see the good guys kick the bad guy's ass, right? Now, we, you and I have always said, okay. let the good guy win. You okay, know, but what about Darth Vader? I think Vader supersedes the star wars universe uh i agree so so i think you could do that with thanos yeah well yeah i mean oh yeah i do too i just i kind of feel like i I feel like that was thanos's movie and and, and one people didn't know who the fuck thanos was most people that go see that movie we haven't seen him at all unless he was in a cut scene, a post credit scene, right. uh, or, or other than Guardians when Ronan talks shit to him. Um, so that's all we've seen. Scene in, was it the first Avengers maybe where Loki shows up on the asteroid and he turns around? So you yeah. For a second or yeah. Something like that. But it's quick. Yeah, it's real quick. Yeah. yeah. So... You know, no one knew who he was, so they needed to get to to build a character out of with him in Infinity War, and they right. fucking did a fantastic job. We, you know, we there's no argument there. I don't think anybody's gonna argue that point with us. Um, you know, with Dark Side, it would be the same way. Like, not a lot of people are familiar with him outside, you know, comic book fans. So we need to see him in a vehicle that makes us either give a shit about him or want to hate him. You know what I mean? Um, You're right. I think that this, you know, that was a a four Thanos movie. Uh, The last Infinity War was, you know, basically their story. This movie with it being Cap's last movie, I think it's going to be. A Captain America movie. It's going to be like his send-off picture, I think. Um, I think that they're going to villainize Thanos a little bit more than they did in Infinity War. I'm actually, if you guys haven't read uh, Titan Consumed, the novel, the the Marvel Infinity Wars novel, you really, really should. It's fucking great. It it talks it shows you Thanos growing up and on Titan what he went through when he got exiled from Titan what happened how he collects the Black Order um, how well, he goes a, on this mission. Go ahead. There was a a mini series Marvel did not that long ago for Thanos where it showed him growing up on Titan and then he came of age and he went to those different planets it was it was erasing people essentially killing them and stuff I can't remember. Talking about Jason Aaron's Thanos? 
Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And that was really good, too. Great. Backstory. Yeah, it gave you some backstory. Um, and they, they, they use that a lot in this. Like, his growing up um, was actually a little more detailed than, than in Aaron's run. And it's it, it, it really paints Thanos as a um, savior. I mean, it really does. Now, you know, you don't agree with his methods, obviously. And that yeah. he runs into that problem at toward the end of this book, but um, what, I think that's what makes a great villain. Okay, so absolutely, just off the top of my head, so you got Thanos, who everything he's saying is correct. Yes, we're overpopulated. You know, we use up the resources, we treat our planet like shit. All that's correct. Like you said, methods are poor. Take Heath Ledger's Joker. Okay, everything Heath Ledger's Joker said in that movie is correct. You can send a troop of soldiers over to Iraq and get killed. No one bats an eye. You kill a mayor, everyone throws a fit, even though it's maybe 20 to 1, okay? You don't agree with the methods, but what he's saying is true. Take Killmonger from Black Panther. There's no one who can't relate to Killmonger on some level, whether it's the father-son or the abandonment, right. you know, like the world gets you on some sort of level. So. To, to have a good villain or a great villain, I should say, to have a great villain, yeah. you have to have that gray area that makes you think like, damn, dude's kind of right, you know? He's got to be relatable. Yeah, and that's why these big, stupid, overbearing monsters don't work like Steppenwolf and shit. Right. It's like, come on, man, I, I, I can't get with that. Yeah, uh, Brian Taylor actually even said a little earlier, uh, Killmonger was relatable and believable, and he and he really was. Yeah. Like, yeah, and sure. I'm not a Michael B. Jordan fan, and he, he, that was a fantastic role by him. Uh, he's one of he's one of my favorite um, Marvel villains. Yeah, um, I agree. I, yeah, I mean he was he was great. Um, I, you know, you know, in, in, I, Feige said this at the, uh, not the Oscars, where they had the Golden Globes the other way. Was it the Golden Globes? The, whatever the movie awards they had the other day. Feige was there on the red carpet. Um, and they actually were talking to him about what's coming, coming up. And he had seen Aquaman the night before, which I guess it was like three nights ago. And he said he loved it. He really, really enjoyed it. And he's like, I see no DC Marvel rivalry. All I see is good movies. And, 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 and that's the way it is for me. Like, I will say it, putting Marvel stock of movies against DC stock of movies, it's not close. Oh, it's not even close. It's not even close. Uh, did I love BVS? I did. did you yeah. know, did I like Aquaman? I did. did I like one. I liked all those movies. Uh, but just the it's it's like uh, how, you know what 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 what's a good comparison? Like driving a uh, a Corvette as opposed to a Maserati or a Ferrari. You know what I mean? The vet's going to be fucking nice, but you know you're going to step into a, another couple hundred grand automobile and you're going to know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but like you said, we're we're both fans of the genre. We just want to see good movies. We want to see Captain Marvel be the best thing. I want it to be. I want to walk out of that theater and go. I got a new number one. I got a new number fucking yeah. one. If my number one changed every time a movie came out, nobody'd be happier than me. Um, Agree. You know what I mean? So we, we want them. We want them all to be great. I'm glad that 
Aquaman was good. Uh, like you said, Sam, you know, DC is really putting together a group of, 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 of work. You know, they're putting a really good group of work together with these movies. Uh, I just really wish like Marvel, this is where I think DC falls short. Marvel has the phases, right? This movie's going to lead into this movie. What's what happens in this movie is going to make this movie two years down the road. Do you see what I'm saying? They have a blueprint. They have a battle plan that they execute. And like the Marvel's had some trouble, right? With directors. Uh, they go, no, you're not doing that. Uh, yeah, I am. No, you're not. Bye. You know what I mean? Like, dude, we're Marvel. We're Disney. We got Disney money. Get by. We'll fuck you. We'll find somebody else. Uh, who was the cat that was going to supposed to do Ant Man that everybody was so hyped on? Uh, Edgar Wright. Thank you, Edgar Wright. Which it, I've seen his movies. He's really good movies. I would have liked yeah, to see an Edgar Driver. Wright Ant Man. What's that? Baby Driver, one of my favorites. Oh yeah, yeah. Baby Driver's fucking a phenomenal movie. Amazing. Loved it. Amazing. Loved it. Um, I really liked to seen him in Ant Man. Like he would have did a great Ant Man movie, right? But if he can't play in our sandbox, then you can't fucking play in our sandbox. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because Marvel's big picture. We're not just we're not just trying to make Ant Man, dude. We're trying to make uh, Secret Wars. That's going to be six years down the road, and this is the rules that we have to play by right now. So, and I think DC lacks that because they give the directors whatever they want to, you know, here, oh, you want to do that? Yeah, go ahead, do that. You know, and, and I think that's where DC falls a little bit short, and Marvel's just got this cohesion and just this formula for making fucking great movies. I wish DC would get that. Maybe they're going to get more toward that now now that maybe Snyder's gone and maybe they'll let Johns do some shit I don't know see I, I'm going the other way because, and I agree with what you're saying completely Marvel has that vision that DC doesn't have but I think DC's getting further and further away from it I think I, DC I agree. is now putting more solo movies we like this movie then we're going to do this movie then we're going to do this movie I, I think the DC universe is it really happening now at this point? No, I think you're going to see it out of almost one shot. One shot. That's cool. That's you're cool. not going to. You're not going to see a Justice League two. No, no. I mean, they I don't. don't they don't even have a Man of Steel two in the works. Look, I mean, Aquaman had no cameos. They None. briefly mentioned Justice League when they said uh, they they had some throwaway quick line about it, but other than that, right. There was nothing to tie it into any of the booths, and I think you're going to see more and more of that. Yeah, which sucks. I, mean, I, I, I could be okay with it, too, because I think DC's issue for me was what they, they were trying to fo follow Marvel, right? but they did a bad job of it. Right, so right. So this is for their niche. Let's just make good, singular movies. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that, as long as it's good. As long as it's good. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm good with that, but I, if they do that, if they stay, like, let's just say that... Every movie, every movie they make from here on out is like Aquaman. They won't, but let's just say it is. I mean, uh, we got James Gunn doing the Suicide Squad sequel. 
that's got to be better than the fucking original, right? That, I'm pretty excited about that. I think that could be really yeah. good. Me too, um, especially because first they were saying Mel Gibson, and then I couldn't have even gone and seen <laughs> Right. I don't think any Jews could have. Yeah. Right. They, they, it was right. yeah, they, a Jew ban on uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, or they were going to Suicide Squad was going to be hunting down Jews. That would have been yeah, that would have been the Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> He's going to be like, hey, man, don't watch this. You can only go see The Passion of Christ. <laughs> Right. That's all your Jew ass. Yeah. See. Where Jews killed Jesus. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That was actually, I, I like that movie. I thought it was, that was a good oh, movie. You didn't, like, you didn't like Passion of the Christ? No. Yeah. I, it was like watching a snuff film. I was like, damn, I could watch YouTube and watch you do get his ass. Yes. Yeah, that's you true. Know, like, that's, yeah. That it was, was, it was pretty hard to watch. Uh, yeah. But this is what I feel like. If every movie they make from here on out is like Aquaman, it won't be, but let's say it is. Marvel movies will still be here. DC movies will still be here. DC will never uh, uh, ascend to that level of filmmaking without that cohesion, that singular vision of an end game, like for a Justice League sequel. You, you know what I mean? Or a, uh, no, a Flashpoint I, I movie. How awesome it. would a Flashpoint movie be? Yeah, but I think that ship has already sailed. I agree. I agree. Yeah, they, they could maybe make a movie here and there that, that gets you know that's as close to Marvel. You know, they, a good dark side movie, a Flashpoint movie, something like that. They could yeah. they could have a success here and there, but total picture, they've already lost that battle. Right. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, what what movie could they make that would touch the magic of Avengers One? None. You can't. Can't. You lost. No. And the only reason they could make Infinity War is because of the 10 years leading up to it. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, Infinity War, that's what makes that such a masterpiece is it's it's not just a singular movie. It's it was the culmination of several years of character development and story and this piece going into this piece and now we've got now we see this puzzle forming. You know what I mean? Um and uh, that that movie is in a, in a league on, of its own. Um on, on a separate note talking about DC, I have heard initial reports that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is amazing though. I've heard that. <laughs> I hope. I, I hope I'm I'm skeptical. Um, I'm I'm skeptical. I you know, and I, I guess it's the fanboy in me. It's like, okay, what's what universe are we in? You know what I mean? Like, and I shouldn't. Yeah, I don't think there is. There is. There isn't one. This is going to be a. If you want to look at it as an like, you almost have to go into every movie now as an Else Worlds. Yeah, they have a whole bunch of Else Worlds movies. Yeah, and and like you said earlier, as long as it's good, I don't give a fuck. You know, I said the same thing about Heath Ledger when they cast him as a Joker. I was like, Brokeback fucking Mountain? Ugh. Insert moan, you know? And I was watching it the other day. It's on Netflix now. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to watch it. You know, it's. It's just it's fucking phenomenal. So all right, do this for me. Yep. All right. Two questions. Number one, who's the greatest movie villain of all time? And number two, who gives the greatest singular performance of a movie villain of all time? Because that's two different questions, I think. Vader. Okay is probably the the single greatest movie villain. Um and the single 
like the best performance by an actor of a villain? Yep, in a single movie. Uh, for a villain, uh, well, it had to be Ledger. Okay, have to be because I've heard people say Thanos. Thanos entered my mind. He, I mean, Josh Brolin entered. He, he, that did enter my mind. Um, I just, man, just watching Ledger as the Joker, it, it's, it's scary. Yeah. And and I think you know, there's there's been talk that, you know, he was one of these method guys, right? He was a method actor, and he got so dark and deep in his own shit, it killed him because he was trying to channel that evil that we all know the joker is and and and, I, and from that performance i fucking see it like i think it cost him his life i mean it's very it's very sensational i know to say right, but right. i believe that i really really believe that because i think that performance is that good brolin did something i didn't think was possible uh especially when you watch the filming of that in the motion capture and you know how does anybody work in that shit? You know what I mean? I know other professionals, obviously. But and if you listen, if you follow Brolin on Instagram and read his shit, that dude is extremely intelligent. And he's really, really got some he's got some really out there thoughts, which I think a lot of actors do. But he did a fantastic job. He's definitely. I've seen some guys in the chat that were putting up their favorite villains. Uh, you know, Loki, Killmonger. They're on my. Li- they're on my list also. But um, Brolin is definitely my second. He's above Vader for me. Which you know I'm a Vader fan. He's above Vader for me. Uh, so it would be Ledger's Joker, Brolin. Um. Then probably Vader. Okay, so who's the greatest villain ever? The Joker. Okay. All right. The, the, I mean, what's yours? I, I'm talking about movie, movie villain, not comic book villain. There's been so many iterations of Joker in the movies. It's like... And one of them wasn't very good. And one of them wasn't very good. Oh, man, that's tough. I'm still going Joker. Okay. Brolin is second. Or Thanos. Greatest movie villain of all time is Darth Vader. Okay. Greatest singular performance is Heath Ledger's Joker. Okay. And my rationale, because me and my brother had this debate, and my rationale is Vader did it over three movies. Yes. Plus, he had the dopest parts of Rogue One, which was awesome. Yes. Okay. Heath Ledger just gave us one, one flash performance that was so Now, I'll say Heath Ledger's performance was better than any singular Vader performance. Absolutely. But he only did over one movie as opposed to three and a half. Right. Or however you Right. Uh, same thing with Thanos. If Thanos comes out in, in Infinity or in Endgame and is just incredible and wreck shop and all that, then I'm gonna start talking about him because that's two now. He's given us yeah. two performances. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Body right of work. Now it's only one, and, and his one doesn't beat Keith Ledger's one. To See, me. that's the reason I put Vader where I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why are you reading the chat? I see you laughing. Yeah, fool said the the iceberg of the Titanic. 
<laughs> Who said that, John? Yeah, I've never seen that damn movie. Yeah, you don't need to see that shit. Hell no. When, when I learned that that shit took longer than it actually took the ship to sink, I was like, nah, I'm out. That's weak. Yeah, it is weak. Uh, said, it's funny, though. Said, That's funny because I made Amanda watch uh, Usual Suspects yesterday. She had never seen it. It's amazing. It's one of the dopest movies ever. It's amazing. It's amazing. Greatest trick that ever ever pulled. Yeah, and the reason I'm saying Kaiser Sose in, in my top is because Thanos and the Joker whoop his ass, and he would have never outsmarted them. So, <laughs> but no, great. Yeah, Kevin Spacey's best performance probably is Kaiser Sose. But this is where I put Vader third. And who knew? Who knew Kevin Spacey was actually the Kaiser Sose of touchy young dude? Yeah, I, yeah, like that, I kind of, I kind of always thought that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that, but that's fucked up. Oh, this guy thought that. But yeah. Vader in the first three movies, other than be really cool looking and badass, you didn't have this. You had no motivation. I didn't know what Vader's motivation was to rule the galaxy. You know what I mean? Right. Pretty lame. Right. Um, you know, whereas in Ledger's Joker. You still don't get a lot of motivation, but he's the Joker, and you get that. Like when him and Harvey Dent are in the in the hospital room, and he's talking about chaos. You know, it's like epitomizes that character in that scene. That's his motivation right there. Yeah, well, and, and see, I, I'd argue with you. I I think his motivation is Joker is good and well plot out. He's simply saying that. The morals that we talk about in right. society are, are fake. They are. And well, that's what he said. Interject chaos. Yeah, look how many people with these great morals, you know, cheat on their spouses or, or you know, or beat sure. women, you know, or whatever. You know, yeah. and he's 100% right. You know, the morals we stand by are flimsy at best. Right. Well, that's the reason he did the whole thing with the ship. Right. You know, right. like, you know, well, they can blow each other up. Watch, one of them will do it because, you know, someone's going to cross that moral barrier. And I think in real life, somebody would have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the movie, you know, let's send the right message. But in real life, one of those boats would have fucking went up for sure. They, they'd have killed the prisoners in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Somebody had been like, give me that. There would have been a fight over that motherfucker. Give it to me. Yep. Um, yeah. So. I would have been pushing it like with flair, like trying behind the back push it and stuff, you know? Right. Like, uh, but I, I, that's the reason I put Vader down there. Now, in the prequels, we get more Anakin, which was awful. But you get a story. Lost Padme, goes over to the dark side. He always kind of had some issues. You know, blah, blah, blah. So you get a little bit more backstory with him. What's that? I said it's kind of a bitch motivation. Like, oh, I lost my girl. Totally. Like the whole galaxy. Totally, totally bitch motivation. Totally. Yeah. Uh, the prequels didn't help vader for me really um you know but you you understand why he did why he did what he did at the end um need to read a comic and i know you do the vader comic book's really really good um i was upset it ended at 25 abruptly again yeah Yeah. i don't know the last the last run ended at 25 i don't know all right so what about this say yo king phoenix comes out and just crushes it as joker Mm mm-hmm can you put Joker ahead of Vader overall or no, because your suicide squad, Jake Joker was still shitty. I, I put Joker ahead of Vader anyway. Okay. I mean, I put him, I put him ahead of Vader 
solely solely on that performance, on um, Jack Nicholson's performance. Okay. Um, you know, and I, I didn't hate Leto's Joker. I didn't hate it. Uh, I think they really did him a disservice because apparently this dude filmed a shit ton of scenes and it, it was, was in like three minutes. Yeah. And it was cut to fuck out of. And, and so who knows what that Joker really looks like. I was really wanting a Ben Affleck uh, Joker or a Ben Affleck Batman versus Joker movie. I wanted to see it with Leto's Joker. Let's yeah. fuck it, man. Do like you did in Aquaman. Swing for the fucking fences. Let's let's do it. Uh, we're never going to see that, you know. And, and it might have sucked. I ain't saying it wouldn't have sucked. I'm just saying I didn't hate it. Leto is a creepy motherfucker. He's a method guy too. Um, and like I could see a modern day Joker being a lot like Leto was. Um, yeah. So you know. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Let's just put it that way. Was it my favorite? Absolutely not. It's down there in all all iterations of the Joker on film. But um, yeah, but, you know, let's. Let me tell you, Joaquin Phoenix, his Joker can be fan fucking tastic, but it'll never beat Ledger's. And here's why: there's no Batman dynamic, and right. you can't. It's they're yin and yang. They always have been. It's you know I didn't think they could pull a Venom movie off without Spider Man, his main antagonist. They did, um, but how much better would a Venom movie be with Spider Man now, right? So I don't, what, I don't know about that. For me, maybe I think the Venom movie would have been perfect. They could have left Spider Man out if they just would have made a horror movie, right? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I liked Venom anyway. I thought Venom the movie was fine. Oh, me too. I I rated it very high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I went in with very low expectations, and it exceeded my expectations immensely. I loved it. Now, you put Tom Hardy against Tom Holland, I'll pay to see that shit. Yeah. Because I love Hardy, and I think Tom Holland is one of the best young actors that I've ever seen. He's DiCaprio to me. That kid, I, you know, I hope he doesn't get pigeonholed as Peter Parker and doesn't get to do a lot of other stuff he wants to do as an actor because I think he's fucking phenomenal. I think he's going to have to do something real creepy to kind of get away from that. Sure, sure. Like, it's like, whoa. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, but trust me, I think he could do it. with you with the, the Joaquin Phoenix, but here's my reason why it'll never be Heath Ledger's is because it's an origin story. And I think the Joker works because he has no origin. I agree. So I, I, I'm a little iffy already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I, but, I mean, we say that, but don't we really kind of have an accepted origin story of the Joker from The Killing Joke? I, I don't necessarily think so. I think we have, if if you say the Joker has to have an origin, I think that's the one people will go to. But like like Keith Ledger said, multiple choice. Right. I agree. And, and I think works now. This is going to give us a definitive origin, and I'm not sure I'm with that. Well, I don't think, but is it? Because it's Elseworlds, right? Well, let, and, and that's what I'm hoping to see. I hope they it, it shows us an origin, but somehow leaves it open. And sure. Like, well, is this what 
this really saw. I've been rereading yeah. the Dark Side Wars in Justice League, where Batman gets on Metatron's chair and he asks who the Joker is. Yeah. And the Joe and Batman, you know, you hear the ping and yeah. Batman goes, that's not possible. Right. So, and there's a well, series coming the out. Same thing is when they said there was three, three, jokes. there's three, and that's coming out. Uh, Jason Faybox on one of the books, maybe on, uh, maybe it's on, maybe he's on the whole series. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's Johns and Faybox. Yeah, I mean, pff, oh my god, dude, talk about peanut butter and fucking jelly. There, that's gonna be amazing. Right. But like, so maybe there's been three Jokers. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Um, that that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. I'm not, I, you know, everybody said Wolverine didn't need an origin either. Because I remember, you know, when the movies were going to do an origin, and Marvel was like, "Oh bullshit!" Like, you're not going to give our character an origin. We're going to do it first. And they did the whole Weapon X series with Barry Windsor Smith and all that, which was really good, right? So, you know, like. Everybody, but everybody bitched. Wolverine don't need no origin. He's never had one. Blah blah blah. And it hasn't diminished that character at all. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But I don't think he needed it either. Well, right. He didn't need it, I but open character. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I, I I agree with you. This is what I'll say. As long as it's good. Yeah. If it's good, all right. If it's not. I wish you'd have never gave him one to begin with. Because I was, I'm like you, I'm good with that. Yep. I'm good with the, where'd this crazy fucker come from? Right. But if it's good, I'm going to go, oh man, yes, yes, that's fucking fantastic. And that's all I really want, right? I mean, that's all we really yep. want is to go, motherfucker, yes. You know, it's just like it's, people hate on it. It's just like at BVS when both of <laughs> dudes' names were Martha, and I had never thought of that shit in thirty something years. And I was like, "Oh man, they are both named Martha, dude." I thought that was awesome. I don't. I do too. And I mean, I, I dude, that movie it gets so much shit yeah. all the time, even to this fucking day. I was on a thread the other day. It was called the Snyder Cut on Instagram. It's a guy that just, he's lobbying for the Snyder Cut. I mean, he's he does all these cool little, you know, Photoshop images where, you know, he's what would this look like if Darkseid showed up and Justice League, give us the fucking Snyder Cut. And it's like, dude, you know, everybody's like, fucking Snyder sucked, BBS sucked, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, this movie's what? How old now? And seven years? And, and people are still bitching about the fucking, about you know, his movie and his vision. And I'm like, if and you fucking cut amazing. It's amazing. A BBS is fucking amazing. And if you tell me right now that when he said, Why'd you say that name? And he said, Martha is my mother. And I'm like Well she Lois Lane says it. She said his mother's name is Martha. That's right. And I Oh my God, it is. Like like, oh, they are. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and some oh, there's fucking the stupidest shit. Okay. I know how it is when I do some stupid shit, and I'm like, God damn it. Fuck you. I, that ain't fucking right. You know, like, I guess that's what people are doing. Like, they felt stupid that they didn't realize that. So now they're just so angry and angst against it. But, like, where you and I are like, 
dude, I never even fucking thought of that. It's amazing. Right. right. But people shit on it, and they shit on it, and they shit on it, and it was stupid, and it was fucking stupid. And I'm like, wow. Uh, Okay, I have to answer this. Jason Jones says, I think most people are tired of hearing Snyder explain his movies. Well, you know, Sam and I said this a long time ago. I think it takes a certain level of intelligence to get Zack's movie. And I think that's the reason Zack still has to explain it is because people are fucking stupid and they inferred things that they shouldn't have inferred to begin with. You know what I mean? And that's what the that's what made the director's cut of that movie so good is it took all the inference out. Yep. You know what I mean? So, he, on, I, not not to switch, but so on the great superhero debates too, they just said the Batman saves Martha from the warehouse fights. He was epic. After Aquaman, didn't you tell me like one of the fighting scenes or something was was the best thing you'd ever seen in a DC movie? Yes. And I said no. Batman in the Russian yeah. warehouse. That's the dopest thing from any DC movie. When yeah, it, came no, it is. It is. He wrecked shot in that Russian warehouse. He did. And 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 I, I said that earlier in, in the show tonight. It it wasn't the hand-to-hand stuff that I like so much in Aquaman. It was the super-powered fights. Right, 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 right. Like, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the feet to the street. Going through the water. And yes. Into the- well, I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, going back to the BVS, the, you know, the warehouse scene. Yeah, I agree. That fucking scene, especially in the extended cut, because it's like three minutes right. longer. Oh, my right. God. I could watch an hour of that shit. It's it's my favorite singular scene from any comic book movie. It may be mine too. And and I'm going to give you my second and they flip flop because I do okay. that with these two characters, Cap and Batman. Okay. Batman and the the opening scene of Winter Soldier when he's running the uh the ship, the freighter. Okay. Sure. All that right, is like my one of my favorite scenes in any movie and that Batman scene is right there with it. Okay, I like that, because I've got another one that's actually from that movie. Cap versus Bucky in the street with the knife. Yes. Is a, yeah. My other one that's in contention is Avengers 1, when they finally let Hulk loose in New York City. He's running up the buildings and smashing the Chitauri yes. and all that. Those three are the standouts for me. Uh, bef- before that, before he smashed in Shatari, it's probably my top five favorite movie scene is Banner when Cap goes, Dr. Banner, you might want to get angry. And he's like, that's my secret, Captain. I'm right. always, I'm angry. always and angry. And as he turns and then he grabs that Leviathan by his fucking lip and drags him down. I was like, oh my God, I could came in my pants in the movie theater. That was so fucking epic and amazing. Like it's right. it's it's top five for me. And that scene where he's like, Hulk, smash. I mean, that was another one. But yeah, I mean, okay. they, they, go ahead. Right. Brian Taylor says this, and I like this because it was gonna lead into the other question I was gonna ask you. He said, Come on, Travis. You don't like the part in Infinity War where Cap catches the spear, okay? That's a dope scene. What is, not fight scene, whatever, what's your singular number one dopest image from any comic book movie? The one image that sticks in your head. Oh, fuck. Well, man, because it's fresh on my mind, it's almost... 
Oh, man, I don't know, dude. It's a hard question. It's, that requires some thought. What's in my head right now, because we talked about it, the Aquaman scene where he comes out in orange and gold, that's okay. one of the best cinematic shots of a superhero ever. And I, I remember Brian earlier in chat said, oh, come on, it wasn't when Cap revealed himself with the beard in, in Infinity War. Fantastic. That was a great shot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I wanted to stand up and clap in the movie theater. You know, you know me. I love that. I love him. Uh, and that's a great shot. It is. But with the iconic orange and, and uh, green armor, like, you, dude, if you'd have told me they were going to put Aquaman in some shit like that uh, 10 years ago, I'd have been like, stupid. And I was like, oh, my God, he looks awesome. And he did. Um, uh, the, the the image that comes in my like, I, without any thought, the image that came to mind when you said that is Infinity War, when fucking Thor, Rocket, Those and Groot, the lightning. Yes, that's mine. Uh, is it yours? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even I didn't know that. When he comes up in the, he's got the lightning in the hand. It, it comes through his eyes. That's my number one most iconic yes. like, image from any comic book. This is no shit. While I was in the movie theater and that happened, tears rolled down my eyes. Like, I didn't even realize it. I was literally crying. I was so fucking happy. And now, it's it's Groot, Rocket, and Thor, of course. But I'm like, if you'd have told me that that would have been the shot, I would have been like, you're nuts. But that was the fucking shot. It was standout to me. But... It's not my greatest number one shot of any movie ever. What's that for you? Of any movie? Any movie. The number one thing that pops in your head where you were just like, oh my gosh. Fuck, man. I don't know. Because I've got an easy one for me. What? Darth Maul, elevator opens. He hits both sides of the spear or of the staff, and the and the soundtrack hits. Oh, that <laughs> shit! No, number one, hands down, never been. A That's a fucking good one. Than that for me. If it would, that would have to be in my top like. If I had a top three, that's got to be in there somewhere. I can't think of two offhand that are better than that right. because. I love that scene because, like, you know, I always thought it was funny when people would shit on the prequels. The prequels to me had some of our best Star Wars moments. Maul in the, in the first one, Yoda in the second one, <laughs> and then and then the end fight scene with uh, Obi Wan and, and and Anakin yeah. on Mustafar. Yeah, Mustafar. Yeah. That was, I mean, those are some of the best Star Wars scenes there are. I got the high ground. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the, the, the fire, and it, it was just fucking amazing and brutal because he fucking makes him a paraplegic and fucking three swipes of a lightsaber. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that when, when Maul, when the barrier comes up and Qui Gon fucking sits down, you know, and like, you know, meditates and fucking Maul's just pacing like a fucking lion. I'm like, <gasps> so awesome. So yeah, that I, it, that's I will a good. One. Argue to me that I think Maul is the coolest Star Wars character. Period. Oh, Vader's a better, but Maul is the coolest. There's been no, maybe no villain in cin cinema history that is as fierce 
looking and stri- visually striking like Maul is. You know what yeah, I mean? I would say I would say no character in cinematic history I could think of that had more unused potential. Oh, they right. Off so quick, man. Yeah, like they did. We should have six movies of Darth Maul right now. We could have six movies of Darth Maul. I'd be fucking fine with that. Do right. pre do do shit before. Do shit as he's uh you know well they gave him the uh the solo cameo and in, in solo he makes a cameo as uh the black the black son that he's the gangster leader of the black son which we find out from the cartoon that Palpatine once he finds out he's alive inserts him into the Coruscant underground because he's having trouble with the gangs. So he puts Maul in to fucking clean, like basically take him over so he can control him, which is pretty fucking smart, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, give me a movie of that. I mean, yeah. give me a movie of anything with Maul. I'm going to watch it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. It's amazing. So anyway, we, we, we got way off of Aquaman. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 we did. Well, I mean, we said what we, said what we need to say, and, and you know, right. we're still people in the chat. So, but, yeah, we'll wrap it up. So you gave it a six? Six. I gave it a seven and a half. So pretty good outing, yeah. right? It's, it's better than I thought they were going to do. Right. Oh, for sure. Like my expectations were were very, very, very much blown away. I mean, for sure. Agreed. When we when when I saw the slate of comic book movies for twenty nineteen, I was like, Oh, the shitty one's gonna be Aquaman. Yes. Yeah. And it ended up being one of the be- one of the best ones of the year. Yeah, one of the better. Yeah, yeah, one of the better. Yeah, for me it was one of the top of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll take more of that shit, DC. Keep it coming. Okay. Well, guys, uh, that's it for the show, man. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for everybody in the chat. I seen where uh, I love it when the chat talks to each other. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. You know, I'm like going through. I'm like, oh fuck, they're having a conversation with themselves. That's awesome. So that's that's yeah. I, lo- I love the community. I think it's fantastic. But uh, we'll be back. Big Sam and I'll be back for Marvel. Hopefully, Marvel will be. Hopefully, Bumblebee. Oh, yeah, we'll do. But yeah, we'll do Bumblebee because we got time. We'll do Bumblebee, uh, then Marvel, and then a month later, Endgame, bitches. I think we got Shazam in that time period too. Do we? I think it's in April. I think. I think. The chat will tell us. Yeah. No, Maybe. <laughs> John but, Lucas says Deadpool masturbates with a fluffy unicorn is one of his moments. Right. <laughs> now I they will say that. just because we're Deadpool with his tiny legs. Y- yes, I was going like we're going to jump down a rabbit hole again for another forty minutes. But yes, Deadpool with the little legs is the funniest scene in any comic book movie ever, hands yeah, down. Really. It was hilarious. Oh my god! Like I watched it like a week ago, and I'm like, I gotta see. Like the guys were watching it's Firehouse. I'm like, I gotta sit here and watch this scene with the legs because it's think, so fucking. I good. think that was the worst superhero movie of this year, though. Was Deadpool too? Yeah, um, it wasn't as good as the first one. Because no, I liked Venom more. I liked Black Panther more. I liked Aquaman more. I obviously liked Avengers more. Yeah. Did uh did you see the super duper cut? No. You told me it was better though. It was. Yeah, I need to uh, check that funnier, out. Funnier. 
It was funnier. The action scenes were better. That where he's in the bathhouse killing dudes. Oh my god, it's amazing. Like yeah, those were some fantastic fight scenes in Deadpool also. Um yeah, I like Deadpool though. But yeah, it was one of the yeah, it was in the bottom pile uh of this year's movies. Next year's more superhero movies than any anywhere, Sam. Yep. Be the year it's of the growing. superhero movie. What's that? It's just growing and growing. Let's do it. We'll be here. And guys, we'll be here to review them for you. So appreciate Big Sam being back. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Sam, you want to uh, – Sam has a new martial arts school that he's starting. Uh, you want to talk about right. for a sec? Shameless, shameless plug. <laughs> uh, yeah, for anyone who, who maybe wants to learn how to fight like they do in the comic book movies. Now, I can't teach you to fly or anything like that, but <laughs> like the Trident training that was spear training that we do – um, I teach Shaolin, Five Animal Kung Fu, as well as Yang-style Tai Chi. You get the whole self-defense aspect of Tai Chi as well, which most people don't teach. Um, so, yeah, if you want to check it out, first class starts Monday, February 4th. Uh, it's going to be Monday and Wednesday nights, but you could join whenever. You don't have to start on the Monday, the 4th, or anything like that. Where can they find you on social media? Uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, on Lun Guan Kung Fu, it's A U N L O O N G W A N Kung Fu. Uh, website is coming. Uh, Instagram and, and Facebook are probably the best right now. Cool, cool, awesome, man. Well, we all wish you luck with your school starting up, uh, and you're going to be back very soon to talk more movies. Yep. And uh, we'll get y'all to talk about some comic books too, because I know you're a big comic book fan, also. Yeah, but guys. Thank you so much for joining in. It was uh, I was very excited to do the show tonight. Oh, and Debo just put your link up. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Debo. Yeah, Debo's the man, okay. guys. Guys, thank you so much. Me and Sam, it was wouldn't be near as much fun without you guys watching and chatting and asking us questions and stuff. So we really, really appreciate it. But uh, we'll be back, and with that, we're out. Peace. On the movies. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff in Hollywood that going on. probably probably needs our attention. There's a lot of stuff in Hollywood going on. Probably needs our attention. Probably needs our attention. Probably needs our attention. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.